everybody, and welcome back to this episode of the Southern Onion Podcast. We are twins. It's been proven. Yes. We have the birth records to show it. We do. And we do. And I'm Erica. And I'm Erin with the Good Brownies. Well, I, I made good I, brownies. Yes, I made. Yeah, I made. <laughs> I made some brownies, guys. I know it's got. They have bananas, chocolate, honey, cinnamon. A uh, little no. bit of baking soda and then uh-uh. an egg. No. Yeah, and oh, but chocolate chips. There's a little bit of chocolate chips. Like in real chocolate chips or? Yeah, I guess. So Nestle. They're, so they're not necessarily good brownies. They're good for you brownies. They are good for you brownies. They're flourless. No, no. I need the Betty Crocker, oh, add no. the cup of water and egg or whatever, and you no. stir 50 times clockwise and counterclockwise. Yep. These are delicious. 13 by 9, which I do at 8 by 8. I like my brownies thick. Yeah, they're delicious. If you want the (laughs) recipe, I'll give it to you. They're delicious. They really are. Yeah. Well, I will will trust that. You can have them. Um, (laughs) But we are so glad you all are here with us. Thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram at Southern Onion Podcast. And Erin... We have mm-hmm. over a hundred followers. How awesome is what? that? Oh my God. Yay. Yay. So thank you everyone who has yes. followed us. We greatly appreciate it. Tell your friends, tell family members, coworkers, kids, yeah. you're going back to school. You all That's need right. podcasts to listen to, right? So yeah. just tell them, hey, check these girls out. Southern Onion Podcast. Yeah. And if you feel so inclined, you want to shout out to us, DMs sure. are open. You got a show idea, question, anything. You can email us at southernonion, the number two, at gmail.com. So we're now in August, Mm -hmm. and every day has to be hot here in Tennessee where I'm at. I don't understand. I'm upset. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm ready for (laughs) And I'm sweaty. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm sweaty. And I'm tired of it. (laughs) I'm ready for fall. So I'm I'm really struggling right now, guys. And uh, please, please send me your good vibes. I'd appreciate it. So, Mm -hmm. Erin, it's been a couple of weeks because life happens. Life happens. Things things went on. Everybody's fine, though. It's all good. Yes. So Mm -hmm. how have you been? What have you been into? I've been great. I mean, you know. For the most part, I'm like you. It's been hot. Mm-hmm. It's uh, insanely hot, so I can't even go outside in my little glider and swing. Aww. <laughs> so Aww. I know, I know but thing. that's okay. Mm-hmm. I've just been trying to stay busy, reading, yeah. uh, you know, cleaning house. My favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you know. Wow, so, <laughs> I know. So exciting times over here. Yeah, so. sounds it. It's been great. Uh, yep. Maggie went and got her hair cut. I'm proud of her. Good. She didn't bite anybody. Didn't get no. the phone call. Okay. The, the worst thing is to do is to get the phone call 15 minutes after you've dropped them off. Oh, and we should mention if you're new to the show, you've yeah. not listened to past episodes, Maggie is a dog. So. Yeah, she is. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, <laughs> a, she's a, a manager. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you drop off and wait for the call. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. She's a little dog. So, but yeah, I'm yeah. proud of her. So. All right. Yeah, Absolutely. so that's, it's not, it's been kind of, you know, just yeah. trucking along. Well, we're just so, making it, trying to slowly trudge through this thing called life. Yeah, I'm ready Absolutely. for fall. Yes, please. I've been shopping for Halloween already, so. Oh, all right. There's a few I people I know, they were already starting putting out pumpkin spice stuff and hot fall yeah. decorations, and I just don't understand that, but. 
Yeah, I know. I have it's okay. cats. It's no use to decorate because they'll just tear it down. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know I what season it. it is when you come yeah. to my place. <laughs> it just looks the same all the time. Aw, mm-hmm. that's all right. So how's your week been? It's been good. You know, still traveling. I got about three more weeks of travel left. I'm so tired of it, but I'm very happy that I have a job that I can go do that and a vehicle that can take me there. So, um, and also I have been loving watching the Olympics. Hmm, so okay. shout out to all the Olympians out there. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Even if you did not medal, you still made the freaking Olympics. You should be proud yep. of yourself. I mean, we all can't medal, unfortunately, but you still made it. So way to go. Um, there you go. You know, it's it exciting to see the Canadian women's soccer team uh, win gold. Mm-hmm. That was an exciting game. I was oh, I was at work, but we had it on the TV, oh. so it was okay. That's but, nice, yeah. Yeah, so I got to watch it. And then uh, had um, got to go up to Bristol, Tennessee, that I'm not... I don't know that I've ever been there, but I saw the Bristol Motor Speedway. That thing Ooh. is huge. I wow. went and drove because I try to, wherever I go, be a tourist for a little bit because I don't know when I'll be back up there, right? So, I mean, it's massive. Now, I've seen the Indianapolis uh, Motor Speedway, and that is massive, too. I think it takes up, like, five city blocks. It's so big. Wow. Bristol Motor Speedway has to be that. And there's, like, nothing around it, so it even makes it look more massive. So, hmm. I don't know. I'm not I'm not that big into NASCAR, but, you know, it's just still neat. I'm like, oh, my gosh, and all those people. So, I can only imagine, you know, the traffic when all yeah. of those people are leaving <laughs> the Motor Speedway. Right. Yeah. So, but anyway, so... All right, so that's our weeks kind of summed yeah. up. Nothing super exciting, but we're yeah. here. Um, so hope everybody else has had a good week, and we're looking forward to this mm-hmm. next week. So, all right, Erin, got a question for you. Okay. Okay. If you were an Olympian, uh-huh. what sport, summer or winter Olympics, I'm not going to make it just summer, summer or winter Olympics, what sport would you be in? Rhythmic gymnastics. I knew you would say that. <laughs> I knew you would say that. I'm going to be the ribbon oh, girl. Oh, you're yeah. too short. Uh, no. <laughs> your ribbon you would drag make the your... ground the whole time. Yeah. My rhythm, i got to make it dance, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we'll, we'll I know. Yeah. maybe we'll try that. Maybe you can get out in your backyard and do a oh. little sample and we can judge you on it. Okay, yeah, yep. there you go. Maggie will chase the ribbon. No, probably. That's it. See, mm-hmm. I think if I was, I would totally do like um, shot put or, oh, yeah. or because I love um, the Hunger Games. And, mm. you know, I kind of, I wouldn't mind being Katniss Everdeen. I would be in archery. Oh, Because yeah. you know one of my favorite actresses, Gina Davis, mm-hmm. she... Um, did archery and I think she qualified for the Olympics like one time. Wow, that's so, awesome! I could totally do that. There's no yeah, that's involved. cool. It's pretty yeah. slow pace. You stand there and shoot. I can thank mm-hmm. you. I mean, it's difficult enough, but that's yeah. what I would. That's what I would try for. There you go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are so excited. We've got big things mm-hmm. coming up. We've got our new yes. logo. It's almost Yay! done. It is amazing, guys. Oh, I'm saying. We, spoiler has, alert. Yeah, it's amazing. Spoiler alert. It has exceeded yep. our expectations. Yes. And yes. It's an artist that um, 
I have gotten to know over the last year or so who um, lives in Germany. Her name is Ellie. She is phenomenal. Um, and so it's very close yeah. to being done. We're so excited. Yeah. So anyway. I can't wait. I can't wait. I, can't I know. Wait. Ah! Okay. I know. Get the oh. squirt bottle. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy water. Holy yes. water. Calm down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So in preparation for this episode, we are talking about Dr. Death, uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. or just Christopher Dunch. So mm-hmm. if anybody out there, kind of like me, has some anxiety tied to medical stuff, just kind mm-hmm. of here's a content warning, discretionary yeah. advised, because um, we are going to have to talk about kind of in detail some surgeries and stuff. I think yeah. most people do have a natural tendency to be nervous about surgeries, but this is like mm-hmm. your worst of the worst of the worst case scenarios. This is like your so, worst nightmare. Absolutely. Yes. So yeah. just if you need to, we understand if you want to just wait sure. and we're going to do this episode and we'll do one more on it and then we'll be back to to back to a, a, a regular serial Others. killer. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just your run of the meal ones. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. all right. So what we are watching, if you want to watch along with us, it is Dr. Death, the undoctored documentary. It is on Peacock. I believe you can, if you don't have a subscription, you can get a seven day trial, a week mm-hmm. trial. Um, the There's four episodes. So we're going to do episode one and two this week and three and four next week. And, um, you, and they're like what 45 minutes 40 50 minutes yeah it was it wasn't a hard, it wasn't hard yeah. to watch it was a but, good watch yeah. whew, lord yeah it was intense oh, though holy i just oh anyway so i had to pull yeah. my hair back before we started or i'd be uh, he had it, it too <laughs> twisting it <laughs> so uh, so you got an yeah. idea all right so this onion that we're gonna peel back his name is christopher dunch yes he was born april 3rd of 71 so he's 50 years old now. He mm-hmm. It shows that he was born in Montana. But mm, he was okay. raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is accused of killing or maiming more than 30 patients in the mm. 2010s. So this is not that long ago. I think he no, was convicted not. in, what, 2017. So, Correct. I mean, yes. This is very very recent and disturbing that he got away with what he did in these times of right. professionalism and, and checks and balances of the medical field. Um, mm-hmm. So that was rather, rather disturbing. So he had 38 patients total in the few years right. that he actually practiced. Two of those were killed because of mm-hmm. his botched surgeries, mm-hmm. his, his negligence, his just not knowing what, he was doing uh, right. 33 were injured and yeah. so that leaves just three people out of 38 that had either i don't know if you want to call them successful surgeries or they were just damn or, lucky right yeah <laughs> yeah and, yeah i mean there there were a few that he did a surgery on and another surgeon had to go back in and correct what he did so yeah we'll get into those details but a yeah. little bit more of a background. Christopher did go to high, an evangelical high school uh, in mm-hmm. in um, in Tennessee. So Memphis, if you don't know, is West Tennessee, uh, mm-hmm. near Arkansas, um, near the Arkansas-Tennessee border. And he also, his dad was a missionary and a physical therapist. And then his mom was a school teacher. So... Mm-hmm. 
you kind of see why he would go into the medical field. You're yeah. teaching, you're helping people. I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense because that's what you're seeing. You know, I mean, the reason I'm in physical therapy, I love medical. Parents were teachers, so I like to teach, but mm -hmm. I don't want to be in a classroom. So right. physical therapy is the way to teach and help people at the same time for me. Sure, um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's kind of like, wait, you mean he comes from a background where it's like he was well taken care of and he, mm -hmm. you know, he was raised, you know, evidently right. without trauma, uh, without... Right. That, that's documented anyway. Well, and that's what people were saying is there's no smoking gun in his childhood mm -hmm. to where this can link back to why he's doing what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Because right. he comes from a good home, stable environment. It's like, okay, you know, yeah. two professional parents. Mm-hmm. Right. You got two, two professional parents and, you know, why, why not? So, sorry, I talked over you there. <laughs> right. No, 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 you're fine. So, yeah, so that's what, you know, just doesn't make any sense with this case. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, people did describe Chris as being overly confident. Yes, very much a God complex. And I mean, yeah. when people talk about it like that, narcissistic. And if you've ever yeah. been around a narcissistic, narcissistic, <laughs> sorry, words are hard, narcissistic person, yeah. they are almost insufferable to be around at times. Yeah. They're never wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Everybody else's fault. Right. Nobody knows what they mm -hmm. do and they know every, it's like being with an adult teenager, honestly. <laughs> right. They like, don't care about your feelings. Oh they don't, gosh. they don't care about anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all it's about me, them. Me, yeah. me, 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 All the time, every yeah. situation. Yeah. Irritating. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so here I, he is. I, and, but now he did something that normally is not done. So, he did mm -hmm. go to the University of Tennessee, but it's mm -hmm. not University of Tennessee, Knoxville, go Vols. Right. It's University of Tennessee at Memphis Tigers. Yes. Yeah. So I, I know I just don't want my Lady Vols to be implemented in this. That's all. It was right. University of Tennessee at Memphis. <laughs> right. And that's Only where I he would got. worry about that. Right. And that's where, is that where he got his undergrad he got his he got his undergrad and then yeah. he also and he did something most don't do because they said usually you pick a route you either are patient mm -hmm. care surgery right. or your research mm -hmm. he did both yeah yeah I mean that's huge that that yeah. in itself is a massive accomplishment but yeah. I think the way they talked maybe it was during the college years. That's when he got introduced to cocaine, mm -hmm. to uppers, Adderall, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever people take. I don't know. But partying. Yeah, yeah. just partying and that lifestyle. And I think, yeah. sure, when you're 22 and you can mm -hmm. stay up 36 hours and it not affect you too much, that you right. might feel like you could take on the world still right. into your 40s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and we know that Christopher Dunch ends up playing football. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the thing about him was he wasn't a very good football player. Mm -hmm. And, like, if they ran a drill, he'd want to run it over and over and over and over again until he got it just perfect. Mm -hmm. But the problem, and if he didn't get it perfect, he just kept going and going. Mm -hmm. He never could accept, maybe I'm not very good at this. Right. It's that, that's what he wanted to be good at. So that's right. what he's going to do. Yeah. It didn't matter if he messed up. It didn't matter if he wasn't good at it. He just kept 
to him, like you said, it goes back to that personality. He mm-hmm. wasn't doing anything wrong. Right. So then you wonder, you know, is it narcissism? And then mm-hmm. is there some OCD where it just has to be perfect? Right. You can't, right? you know, I played basketball and I practiced mm-hmm. and I would do free throws and all that. But I knew I was like, okay, I've done this for an hour. I'm over it. I never, right. Sure. You know, just kept that. going and go, going. Go, 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 go until exhaustion. Right. You know? Right. And Christopher had a friend named Jerry Summers. <sighs> and Jerry, I've got it. He's one of the most loyal friends. For, till the, yes. To him. Yes. To the end. Yeah. yeah. Ride or uh, die for sure. Yeah. And mm. so Jerry and Chris were like two peas in a pod. Mm hmm. Running yeah, around, like hanging brother, out together. Yeah. yeah, they partied together. Mm-hmm. They did everything together. Yeah, and and even when Christopher got his residency or his fellowship mm-hmm. in Dallas, yeah, obviously, hey Jerry, you want to come move with me? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they were well, that close. And Jerry said that you know he, that Chris lived with him and his grandmother when he was going to school. Mm-hmm. I mean, he yeah, was, they were weird. that, yeah, they were that close with each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So you figure foreshadowing, if mm-hmm. you had somebody like this in your life, you yeah. would take the utmost precautions, best care. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, I've yeah. got a couple of friends that are doctors and I know if I needed anything, they would give me their absolute best effort. Sure. You know, yeah. as they will with any patient. You would hope but you know anybody, what I mean. Yeah. You put you right. put more into those people because you know them. So you're right. more at ease to be like, No, they've got this. They're gonna take care of me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. So so we so they talk about his partying days in college. Yep. And as with any good story, any mm-hmm. good documentary, he finds love. He does. He does. But he doesn't find it in the most well, common places. Anybody that has known mm-hmm. anyone that has gone to med- medical school, really of any kind, but especially when you're training to be a neurosurgeon like he was, you don't mm-hmm. have, there's no time for a personal life. Right. So, so where do Jerry and Chris go to blow off some steam and have some fun? Your local strip club. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. Whatever. They're 21. And we're, we will go ahead, Aaron, back me up or yep. whatever. Women who work in this industry, I have respect for them. Because if that is the if that's what they want to do and they are enjoying themselves and they are being safe and protected, sure. girl, if that's the way you make your money, make your money. There is no judgment here because, right. no. you know, some people are like, oh my gosh, they're a stripper or they're whatever. No, mm-hmm. if they're, if that's what they enjoy, that's what they enjoy. I don't understand people that work at waste management services, but we need them, right? That's yep. what they went into, so. Right, well, right, and so. this is where Chris, Chris meets Wendy Young. Yes, Wendy. And, and we talked yes. about this a little bit. Wendy is absolutely beautiful. Like, she is. She's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, you know, she says on there that, you know, she met Chris and it was just like, he was perfect. He said everything perfect. He Mm -hmm. acted, 
totally perfect. I mean, it was like a fairy tale. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I mean, and they, yeah. the other people she worked with said, Hey, you all have got a connection. You know, yeah. one of her friends was like, Hey, let, you know, cause she said people, the girls were fighting over the table he was at. Yeah. Cause he was so personable. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was very charming. Yeah. And he wanted her to think everything was picture perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. So they, they got together pretty yeah. quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, yes, they did. And yeah. so because, you know, love was in the air, yeah. she becomes pregnant the after the first night that they consummated yeah. their relationship. I don't yeah. know how else to say yeah. that. Sorry. Yeah. They had sex. Yeah. And she right. got pregnant. And yeah. he was not happy. He was ticked off. Yeah. yeah. Big time. And I think he had asked for the pregnancy to be terminated. Right. Because I guess for him, that messed up his plans. This was yeah. not this was not planned. So he doesn't know what to do with little surprises. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I, yeah, and Wendy said after a while he kind of settled down. Yes. Yeah, he came around to the was, idea. Yes, absolutely. Yes, of being a father. And, you know, she stayed with him. She stayed with him, supported him while he was going to school, did all these things. Yeah. I have a rock star um, by her name because, wow, yeah, not many yeah. people would have put up yeah. with all that. Definitely. Yeah, and, and we'll get further into the story with her, too, about some of the things that she shares. Mm -hmm. um, yes. But, yeah, so, like you said, Jerry, Wendy who is now expecting mm -hmm. their first child uh, along with Christopher, they all move to Dallas Yes, because he gets a job at Baylor Plano. I had to say that quick. I, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> That's why I, I let wanted you to say, say it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baylor Plano. Yeah. So he gets a job because they're needing a neurosurgeon. And if neurosurgeons make bank folks, oh, they yeah. it's are high in demand. Yeah. Yes. Because, mm -hmm. Back and necks, let's face it, everybody at some point of our lives have hurt our backs, hurt our necks. Yep. So they make bank. These surgeons can walk out making one to two million dollars easily. At, at their first year. Yes. Now, so, get a practice and make a name for yourself? Hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they make bank. So Baylor is like, hey, we need a neurosurgeon. And we're hearing wonderful things about Christopher Dunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so come on down. And right. so Christopher is like. Cool. We're moving to Dallas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They lived in a beautiful hotel. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> was, it was the W, I think. It was the W. <laughs> and I, yeah. oh, gosh, I went to Atlanta one time, and I think I stayed in one, a W. Mm. And they do. I mean, as soon as you step in there, I mean, you are, you feel, you feel great. They fall all over themselves to take care of you. So. Right. Yeah. I can so, only I mean, imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I was so, one <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, he's arrived, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So, but he introduces himself. He's again very. He's just oh, he's just so mm -hmm. arrogant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He is yes. so arrogant, and Doctor Kirby. Now, Doctor Kirby is a vascular general surgeon. Yes. And he comes and scrubs in during a time when Dr. Dunch is doing a surgery as well. And so the very first time Dr. Kirby meets Dr. Dunch, Dunch tells him, hey, I'm the best neurosurgeon in Dallas, and I'm going to be cleaning up all the mess here in Dallas with neurosurgery. Yeah. 
Not not the first impression I think you want to make with a um you know mm-hmm. a, a coworker or somebody of the yeah. same level as you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already just overly confident that you guys mm-hmm. don't know what you're doing here. I have arrived. You're right. I'm here to save everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's the mm-hmm. savior complex, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So here we go into our first surgery. <sighs> So here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Lee Passmore is the very first surgery that Christopher Dunch does at Boehner, Baylor Plano. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now yep. this is an L5 S1 mm-hmm. disc fusion, fusion surgery. They say this is the one of the easiest surgeries to do. Yes. It's one of the most common mm-hmm. people who have to have back surgery usually have this one done. Yeah. Yes. So, and Dr. Hoyle, I believe that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. He assists Dr. Dunch. So Dr. Hoyle was going to go in the front with the stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they go in and kind of move everything aside so that the, the doctor, the neurosurgeon, can go in and do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And then they'll sew the patient up and then flip them on their tummy and then do their back. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it comes, it looks like a cage. It almost looks like suspenders. It looks like two cages. When they fuge it, they put two cages or like mm-hmm. a cage in there. Yes. So it's a very stability. Yes. Yeah. It's a very straightforward surgery. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Hole goes in from the front and he does his part. But when it's Dunch's turn, he's, he can tell, he doesn't really know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He has no idea what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Hoyle tries to guide him as to, Hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. Be careful of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I, but I will say Dr. Hoyle kind of stands up to Dunge. He's not going to let him intimidate him. Right. Yes. And we see this kind of throughout this documentary yes. is that people feel like, I mean, he starts yelling at people. He's like, I'm the doctor. You don't know. Right. So Dr. Hoyle stood up to him. Yes. And, and, and he, you could tell he wanted to do the right thing. And he was mm-hmm. like. No, oh my gosh, this could get bad really quick. So, like, yeah. you know, he did. He tried to guide him, and Den- mm-hmm. um, Dunch was just like, whatever, old man, I can do this. You don't, I'm the best there is. Right. But then what scares me is, mm-hmm. okay, you've been in medical school, so you've right. had to do a, is it an internship? or residency, right. residency. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. So I would think you've been having to do these surgeries. See, they don't really talk about that. Did yep. he not have a residency where he had to do so many yep. hours and so many years? Right. Or right. was this it? And he was just so like, I know, you know, I know what I'm mm-hmm. doing. Leave me alone. Just, you know, right. sit back and right. be in awe, which they were shock and awe. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, well, what was scary, yeah. what was scary, too, is the patient starts bleeding and there's like all this blood. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Dunch is like, oh, I can feel it. And it's like, no, you yeah. need to see it. You, you can't just it. say you feel it. Right. Yes. The guy didn't know the difference between a muscle and bone. Okay, right. people. And this how is how bad it is. Right. How do you get yeah. that far in medical school? I'm in physical yeah. therapy. I know the difference. Come on. Mm. You don't have to be in the medical field. But... because I was just like, are you serious? And, and let Mm -hmm. me preface this too. I have actually witnessed one of these surgeries in person. One of my clinicals was at a level one trauma center and my CI, my clinical instructor, let me be in the operating room with a neurosurgeon. Um, so, and, and he was doing a L5 S1 fusion and I was standing right Mm -hmm. next to him 
belly to the table looking down at someone's spine. And I promise you, there was not any sign of any blood anywhere. It was Mm -hmm. very clean. You could see right to the spine. And you see what all they do. It's very meticulous, very... You know, like the game Operation. It really is. I mean, we know how hard that game is. Um, sure. And you're pulling out pieces of spine, pieces of vertebra, you know, vertebrae. Yeah. And, and so why Dunch, you know, it's blood filled. And he's like, oh, I can feel it. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. was just like, yeah. I, was like yeah. I was getting sick watching yeah. it. I was like, you're kidding well, me. <laughs> he misaligned the cage. Mm-hmm. And he also put a screw through a nerve. Yeah, that, that guys, that makes me just ooh. Oh, Lord. I, I know. know, I know, sweating a little bit over here. <laughs> I know. So yeah, so people really quickly start to realize uh, this guy is a problem. Mm-hmm. He doesn't Big know time. what he's doing, and nobody wants to work with him. No, and they start like, sounding yep. the alarm on yep. him. They're going mm-hmm. to the CEO of the hospital. Yeah, and yes. they're like, oh, yeah. "We've got a problem." You know, this yeah, is yeah. not right. And, yeah. and you know, Lee Passmore, I felt so bad for him because I know I he know. had such a unique background. Well, um, but he wanted to get help for his back pain because he's an outdoors person. He has kids. He's got an active wife. And he was like, I just love everything outdoors. Well, you know, Dunch has messed this up. And then on top of that, you know, um, Lee his own demons because he was he is a recovering addict and um where he had am i thinking of the right patient i think you're thinking of barry oh gosh yeah yeah it's okay that's okay i was Sorry, like no, Lee. Lee, Lee. yeah no 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 Sorry. i know but yeah yeah Sorry. so i mean oh, yeah no. so uh, i mean but anyway he put his screw right, through a but, nerve and oh my but, i cannot imagine right. the pain oh Right. Well, I mean, I think anybody who has back surgery, you know, like you said, they just want to get back to a normal life, right. of whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You go in and a doctor says, I can fix you. And you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, you know. Right. So oh, yeah. Dr. Hoyle, who was in there in the operating room, who came in from the front with a stomach, mm-hmm. he goes to Dr. Kirby and was telling him, don't do not work with him. If he ever calls down here and needs another surgeon to go in through the front, mm-hmm. we're not doing it. Right. Like, don't get messed up yeah. in this. Don't get no. mixed up. Stay away. No. Danger, danger. Yes. yes. Okay. So then let's introduce somebody that I have a lot of feelings about. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay. Yeah. So Dr. Dunch, of course, he hires. At this time, he's got an office going on. And he hires a nurse practitioner by the name of Kimberly Morgan. Boo. Kimberly, we need to talk. Big time. Okay. So, Wendy Mm -hmm. is working at the office at the time. She's with, she's working like front desk. Mm -hmm. And she is introduced to Kimberly, not as, oh, this is Dr. Dunch's girlfriend and this is their baby. But it's, oh, Wendy has a husband who's getting ready to join soon. Yeah. Um, So, we're, she's just a friend and I'm just helping her out. Yeah. And right, uh, uh, ugh, right there, I would have been like, excuse you, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd be like, bye. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. And, no, you know, no. God bless Wendy for standing there and dealing with that. Oh, I know. But then, yeah. but yeah. then, you know, here comes mm. Kimberly Morgan. 
Yep. And evidently she bought that story, which I cannot yep. imagine many yeah. people who would be like, yeah. oh, you all live together, but mm -hmm. the husband's coming here and it's not right. you. I mean, I right. would just be like, mm, it's the right. same right. No. Right. Which Kimberly don't care. Yeah. No, she doesn't. And they mm -hmm. start, and her and Chris Dunch start having an affair. And it's, I mean, <laughs> and they, they show videos of her in her mm -hmm. deposition. Yes, and they did. Can right, I talk yeah. about the dates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, go for, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, Kimberly, where would you and Christopher go on dates? And she mm -hmm. goes, his office. And he yeah. was like, what? And she goes, well, we're really busy. We don't have time. We just, um, we just go to the office mm -hmm. and they're like, well, how many date and, and oh, because he there's a couch in the office. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, I know. Ugh. Right. And they tried to get her to say she was being intimate with him. And she's like, well, we dated. I'm like, girl, I know you just said you were. Yeah, you, there was a couch there. That's why you wanted the couch. Or Ew. we would fall asleep and then I would get up and I'm like, well, what were you doing before you fell asleep? You know, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know me, I would be yeah. like, I want to know the answer to this question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, but she just, I don't know if she seemed aloof or, I don't know. It just, something didn't match with her personality. And she was just like, yeah, yeah he had a couch. Well, were you all intimate? <laughs> well, we were dating. And it was like, now, Kimberly, not all dates end in this. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> and I was Used just to, like, was like, an idiot. You, you wanted to date the guy with the nice car? It's like, Kimberly's yeah. like, no, he had a couch. He had a couch <laughs> in his office because we're busy. Yeah. <laughs> You're busy, Kimberly, at, you know, after the office closes. I mean, so at yeah. nine o'clock, you all can't go to a waffle house and eat i mean what right <laughs> yeah it just yeah oh yeah she she was sad and then here's poor wendy right in the I middle know. of that and yeah. and yeah oh i don't know how she did it mm -mm. i don't either so wendy ends up she does give birth to her and chris's child uh, son named yes. aiden mm -hmm. and she said that chris helped during the birth yes which, that was shocking. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, God, here we go with another story. I was like, oh, no. Right. Oh, I <laughs> Baby's know. Baby's okay. Right. Baby is fine. But here, here's what got me really upset was, so Wendy gives birth to his son, mm -hmm. right? Right. Comes home and finds all of her stuff moved from the master bedroom yep. to the guest room. Yeah. Because, according to Wendy, she said, because he went back to what he loved, which was Kimberly. Exactly. So here you give birth to y'all's child and you come yep. home and all your stuff's been moved to the guest room. Are you serious? Without, right. Without telling her. Just, hey, right. oh, honey, yeah. that's not your room anymore. You're down the hall. I mean. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> and You move. And the, <laughs> and the text between Chris oh. and, and uh, Kim Kimberly. were like, mm -hmm. you've got to be kidding me. They were gross. I love you so much. That's yeah. Kimberly. Yeah. <laughs> well, or, well, or Chris. I think, I, you're the yeah. last thing I think of at well, night. And she said, well, she said, Wendy doesn't really bother me as long as you're saying that you love me and not her. Right. And that's and he so, goes, ugh. He goes, well, I really don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you don't. Well, yeah, because Kimberly don't care. 
So why is he yeah. gonna why is he gonna change See, anything? And that's you know? the thing. Kimberly eventually figured out that Wendy and Chris were together, and that that <laughs> was Chris's baby. Eventually, she figures it out because of the text messages. Slow clap, Kimberly. Slow. Clap. And that's where I would have been <laughs> like, okay, I'm out. Okay, I know the truth. This is really your woman, right. and y'all mm-hmm. are dating, and you have a baby. Sounds yeah. like a lot. You need to work out. I'm out. No, right. Kimberly still sticks in there. She still hangs in. <laughs> I don't care. She still she wasn't she's, that she's, cute. She's, mm-hmm. she, Kimberly, you're a beautiful woman. You didn't need to put up with Ooh, this. No, not at all. Well, you know, and then, so and then come to find out, Kimberly. Yeah, I guess the reason she was tired, she was dating other people while seeing Chris. Correct. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. Wendy said, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. mean that that's karma. It came back to him. You know, it sure did. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so. It's January in 2012, and Chris is getting up ready for another surgery. Yes, because that was December of 2011 with Lee. So, yes. Now now here we are in January. Yeah, and we're still at Baylor. Yep. Okay. Yep. And this, the patient's name is Barry, and Barry was unloading trucks, and mm-hmm. he hurt his back. So he'd had some back issues, some back problems, and he went to pain management. Mm-hmm. And when he went to pain management, the, the guy there hands him a card, and it's Christopher Dunch. Mm-hmm. And he said, you need to go to this doctor to get your back fixed. Right. And pain management is great if you have back pain for, like, temporary relief and stuff. But there right. comes a point when you need to have surgical intervention. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that that's really going to be the only way to control the pain or help it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Chris promises to fix him. Barry's like, let's go for it. Um, but remember, Chris has to have another doctor in there to go in through the front with the stomach because yes. they're doing a fusion. Right. So somehow he finds a doctor by the name of Dr. Steckler. Oh, yes. Because remember, everybody was talking about, hey, don't work with him, don't work with him. Well, Dr. Steckler didn't get the memo. I don't, I don't know what <laughs> he happened. He was not popular with the other doctors. Right? <laughs> right, I don't know. So he is going to perform the front part of the spine. But he calls Dr. Kirby. Remember Dr. Kirby? Yes. Mm-hmm. And asks him, can you come and help me? You know, can you help me? Dr. Steckler asking Kirby, can you come help me with this procedure? Right. And Dr. Kirby says, sure. <sighs> yep. Because I so, guess he didn't realize who the surgeon was. The Correct. I don't think he did. No, I think Steckler didn't know that this was right. Dr. Death. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, so Kirby says, you know, they went in there, scrubbed in. He goes in there, and it looks like Dunch is just gnawing away at the spine Ugh, during this yeah. surgery. I mean, just chipping away at the spine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dunch knows absolutely nothing. He doesn't know what he's doing at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has no clue. No. He's just so, going in there and yeah. just doing whatever mm-hmm. because he knows everything because he's right. saving Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Barry, after surgery, the patient Barry, he wakes up and he's in worse pain. Mm-hmm. Now, Dr. Kirby being the upstanding doctor he is, and he really is. Yes. He's very well known and oh, yeah. highly regarded. He goes in to check on Barry and Barry tells Dr. Kirby, you know, I'm having pain. I'm, I'm not doing better. Right. So Kirby goes to Dr. Dunch and says, hey, aren't you going to go check on your patient that you just did surgery on? Mm-hmm. And his answer is no. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> because he thinks every surgery he does is a success. And yeah. there is no reason for me to check on the patient because, hey, I mm-hmm. fixed them. There shouldn't be anything wrong. Right. Yeah, it's, I'm perfect. I did the surgery perfect. The patient is perfect. No follow-up yeah. needed. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah. I just, oh my goodness. I, I've had a doctor do that to me before and I was yep. like, never again. Right. If your doctor will not come see you after surgery, yep. if you call your doctor multiple times and they don't get back with you, yep. it's time to get another doctor. Absolutely. Yeah. And do check, you know, check Google reviews, check sure. any website because, mm-hmm. and we'll get into it. I know here in just a minute. And, mm-hmm. and there are state websites you can go on to see if a doctor has any malpractice lawsuits against them, if they've had any complaints through the medical board filed against them. Do your research. You have to advocate for yourself. You cannot trust that these doctors have your best intentions in their heart. That's right. Because yeah. you've yeah. got, there. I'm sure Christopher Dunch is not a rare doctor, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. Now, this is where you were talking about yes. Barry had, okay, <laughs> yeah. no, no, it's Jump fine because it's it's so many, but Barry um, was talking about having a lot of pain, right? He was right. in a lot of pain, increased pain. Dr. Dunch explains this away because he knows that Barry has had past drug issues. Yes, yeah. Okay, so Dunch is saying, well, that's what they do, that they'll, they'll, they'll over-exaggerate <sighs> the pain to get pain medication. Mm-hmm. And no, not it. Not everybody. Right. How dare you generalize? Exactly. No. Exactly. No. So they go, Barry and his wife, they go for the follow-up appointment with Dr. Dunch and they notice right away he's drunk. They're like, this guy's acting drunk. <sighs> there, no way, no way. I'm not going back to him. Yeah. Good for you, Barry. Barry ends up getting a second opinion. Yep. Yep. And the doctor says, I kid um, you not, it looks like a bomb went off in his back. Yeah. Which is exactly there was, what you want to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hardware was left behind and bone fragments. Mm. Now, Barry, again, he is a rock star in this too because Absolutely. he writes a letter to the medical board. And he's like, you have a doctor that is messing people up. Yes. They, yep. You got to pull him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But... And they won't. They won't because what there's we find out. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a hierarchy. And if a patient complains about a doctor to your medical board, to the medical board, mm-hmm. nah, bottom of the barrel. Right. It, it does. You'd be better off writing a Google review, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> writing reviews on the websites right. and telling people, hey, do not go to this doctor. This is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. More people will see it than if you send a letter to a medical board, which is so screwed up. Because right. that medical board is supposed to be protecting patients from doctors like him. That's right. Yes. That is why there's so many fails mm-hmm. regarding Christopher Dunch and everything that happened. Right. And the medical board is one of them and stupid laws that say, well, you don't have to turn him in. You don't have to document his cases. And that that's wrong. You should not have a doctor out on the loose that can do whatever whenever how he wants to a patient there's just no reason for it that it should happen like that because that medical report that medical board should take every complaint seriously and obviously they do not and that is so unsettling right yeah so of course nobody (laughs) off my soapbox sorry (laughs) right no no well but nobody i mean you would think if you go and you say, hey, I have, I mean, he had medical evidence proving this, folks. I mean, mm-hmm. he had the evidence proving that yeah. Dunch botched his surgery. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. 
Baylor is coming at this and saying, look, you know, we needed a neurosurgeon. They were going to put Dunch on billboards. Mm-hmm. He was going to bring in all this revenue. And it's like, uh, so you know. So, they're, so they right. are worried, obviously, about money and how they are viewed, how they're perceived, than patient care. And that yeah. is crap. You take the Hippocratic mm-hmm. Oath to say, do no harm. Yeah. But you've got, you know, and I don't know but uh, specifics about Baylor Plano, but sometimes you have CEOs running hospitals that aren't right. medical people. They're business Yeah, they have people. no idea. Yeah, they have and no idea. And that is so dangerous. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, now here comes the one, Jerry Summers. Oh, his so best friend. His best friend since the way back. Yep. And Jerry had been in a car wreck and he messed his neck up. And so his neck has been bothering him. And, of course, hey, your best friend's a neurosurgeon. So what can go wrong, right? Right. Who would you go to? Your best friend. Right. I mean, He trusts him. Yeah. He trusts Chris to do the surgery. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. So, you know, Jerry said, you know, he didn't sleep much that night. He was really nervous, but he was ready to get it over with. Mm -hmm. So they go into surgery, and there is an anesthesiologist there. And she asked Chris, she said, hey, is there anything I can do to help? And he says, look, I can do this surgery with my eyes closed, which he probably Ugh. did. I mean, and well, I'm not yeah. funny <laughs> no. because yeah. the outcome is so bad, guys. Ugh. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I really think, and I'm not trying to be fair, I really think he did. I couldn't believe what he did to Jerry. And this is his friend. The, the one so, surgery you think he would get right. Yes. Okay. But now, guess who's there, too? Assisting. Kim. Kim is there. It's Miss Kimberly Morgan. Okay, Uh guys. And people, other nurses and people that are in the room, as well as the anesthesiologist, says that the the talk between Chris and Kim was very sexual. Yeah, like way over the line way like you know has any room in the surgery operating room anyway that kind right. of talk right but they Ugh. know some obviously there's a, a relationship going on there everybody sees this right. and he said something like pass me the drill yeah and i'll drill you. i mean just Ugh. oh my gosh i don't just disgusting co- the nasty comments that are being made right and here's what i'm thinking the entire time i'm like kim girl you are in this surgery Mm-hmm. You are a nurse practitioner, right. so you know you know your stuff. Right. Are you not seeing that your boyfriend's butchering somebody? Exactly, right in front of your eyes, and making light of it by your his stupid right. talk. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's what kind of blew my mind. Was it's like Kim? You you did? Are you seeing this, Kim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't know because. And yeah. there's so many, and again, mm-hmm. you know, going back to being in the operating room, you have nurses, anesthesiologists, mm-hmm. surgical techs, yep. you, you know, the, the surgeons, you have, um, you know, all these people with their eyes on the surgeon and the patient because that's your job is to protect right. the patient at all costs. And evidently, yeah. he, mm-hmm. he made he made it such a place of you better just shut up, let me do yeah. what I'm going to do. And right. just walk away. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, when people are worried about their reputation and their jobs and their livelihood and incomes, because here you are going up against a neurosurgeon that obviously the hospital thinks is, you know, going to be this great wonder person. Sure. I, I get the hesitation, but the other doctors, I think, could have yelled a little bit louder Yeah. while he was well, there. 
Right. Well, and during surgery, usually you lose about, in this type of surgery, lose about 50 milliliters of blood. Yeah. 5,200. Oh, my God. He lost, at the end of the surgery, it was 1,200 milliliters of blood. That is a fifth of your blood volume. Yep. A fifth on a, what should have been a routine surgery. Neck surgery. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Jerry wakes up and something's wrong, right? He's screaming. He's yelling in pain. Yep. They start to kind of look at him, yep. and they realize, guys, he is pretty much decapitated. Yeah. Yeah. His head was, like, wobbling. It was barely on. Yeah. I don't know how he did not kill him. Yeah. Honestly. Right. Well, he flatlined three times in ICU. <sighs> yep. And this is his best friend yeah. that he doesn't care to do follow-up care yeah. with. Yeah. And Chris doesn't check on him. No, of course not. Chris is, like, out the door doing Lord knows what. Well, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it just, I don't know. It it's just your blew best, my mind. It's your best friend yeah. who, yeah. by mm-hmm. all medical terms, decapitated his best friend because he yeah. went too deep in the surgery. Yeah. And was cutting vessels and ligaments. Yeah. He had no business cutting yeah. No, you know, didn't need to be near it. And he left mm-hmm. his best friend a quadriplegic. Yeah. And so Jerry right. starts screaming and hollering, oh, we did an eight ball before, yes. you know, we stayed up and partied the night before and we did this. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out Jerry was just saying that because he wanted Chris back in there because he still yeah. felt like Chris can fix this. Chris can make this yeah. right. It must have been somebody, something somebody else did. Sure. Right. And, and of course, Chris blames the anesthesiologist. Well, of course. It's not Chris. Which, because they said it was a rough intubation. <laughs> that she did a rough in- And she's like, that would not cause what was wrong no. with this man. No. I, Which I, they did. Yeah. And they did do a revision surgery on, on Jerry, by the way. Yeah. I mean, they did the best they could. He had to have the halo thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the whole thing. But, yeah. But to yeah. blame the anesthesiologist, because then again, it's not his fault. Mm-mm. No, never. It's never his fault. Nope. And here's what gets me. This, oh man, this infuriated me. He is mad at Jerry. Chris is, Christopher <laughs> Dunch is mad at Jerry because it embarrassed him that he was yelling, hey, we did drugs the night before. Mm-hmm. And that embarrassed him. And how could his friend do this to him? Mm-hmm. Are you serious right now? You yep. decapitated the man. Right. And you're going to yell at him about yeah. screaming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Real, yeah. real mature there, Chris. Yeah. That's what he was worried about. Not the fact that he decapitated his friend. Made him a quadriplegic. It's, oh, well, you embarrassed me. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -mm. No, no, no. So, the hospital launches an investigation. Yeah. And he's suspended for three weeks. Dunch is suspended for three weeks. Which is like. Yeah. How could you say, how can a hospital go, oh, you almost, you almost killed him, but because you almost killed him. Mm -hmm. Right. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did a drug test on him, and it came back negative. Right. Yeah. And he went to a counselor, and the counselor cleared him for surgery. <sighs> so the hospital, instead of saying, okay, buddy, pack your stuff and leave him, they said, right. let's give him another chance. <laughs> right. Again, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know everybody's going, this guy, it's only a matter of time. And it was. Yeah. And it was. Yes. Because Kelly Martin 
fell this. and hurt. Ugh. She hurt. She fell and hurt her back. This right. one broke. This broke my heart. Oh, I know. Yeah. The, uh, they all break my heart, but this one especially. Mm-hmm. She fell and hurt her back. She went to her family doctor, who referred her to Christopher Dutch. Yes. And you know, she said, "Hey, he seemed compassionate. He seemed like he really he was going to fix me. He was going to fix her. Nothing was going to be problem." Yeah. And the family was okay right. with him and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a nerve that was touching one of her discs that was causing her pain. So he just needed to go in there. And do a very minor procedure to this. Right. So Chris tells them everything's fine when the surgery's over. Everything's fine, but there's a problem with the anesthesia. Again, with the anesthesia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the daughter of Kelly Martin actually finds out that her mother is in ICU. Right. Yes, because she goes up to yeah. the waiting area or whatever, yeah. and they look her up. Yeah. yeah. Kelly wakes up screaming from surgery. Her legs are blue. Mm-hmm. They end up having to put her back under anesthesia to kind of get her to relax. To stabilize her. Yeah, to stabilize, relax her. She ends up coding. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Chris is sitting there, guys, a few feet away while Kelly, his patient, is coding, typing notes, acting absolutely unconcerned. Yeah, he can't be bothered. He's got other notes to do. Yeah. His own patient. Yeah. Yeah, and this patient unfortunately dies from too much blood loss. Yeah, she was internally bleeding, which is why the mm-hmm. blood pressure couldn't stabilize. It was not from anesthesia. Yeah. yeah. So I just was like, are you serious? Because here, yeah. and her husband, he's so sad. Because I know. He's like, I told her, okay, you know, before she went off to surgery, I'll see you in an hour. Yeah. And it should have been. It should have been that. Yeah. But it wasn't. And yeah. all because you got a person who's so full of himself. Yeah. And a hospital that he, gave him another chance. Yeah. And he couldn't even go in there and tell the family that Kelly had passed. I think one oh, of the yeah. pulmonologists did. And he they said he just stared at the floor the entire time and had yeah. no remorse, no nothing. Uh-uh. No. Nothing. I'm sure it was keeping him from yeah. a date with Kimberly. Yeah. yeah. So this is what kind of turns things around. Baylor and Chris. Mm-hmm. Dunch ends up resigning, right? Right. But there's something to be with that. Mm-hmm. So they said that Dunch immediately lawyers up, and it's kind of like, we're going to sue you and blah, 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 and all of this. Right. Oh, yeah. So the hospital and Dunch work out a deal where he can resign, but he also got a letter. Right. Yeah. From Baylor Plano saying that, you know, all investigations have been closed, mm-hmm. and, you know, he can go about his business. Yeah. Because they just wanted to get rid of yeah. him. Yeah. Well, they are not required by law to report him. They could have reported him, yeah. but they, by law, they didn't have to. Which is crazy. How can yeah. you do, how can you not be made to report it? If I, yeah. or a lot of, you know, uh, educators, if we suspect that someone is being abused, we mm-hmm. have to ethically and really legally, we have to mm-hmm. let, you know, uh, child family services know hey right we think this person's being abused sure but yet a doctor can be reckless kill Mm -hmm. somebody in surgery and the hospital doesn't have to report it or turn that in that's so messed up you got one that's a quadriplegic and now you've got somebody who's dead right yeah what do you think was going to happen I mean, this is what's so upsetting to me because when you're hurt and injured, you go have surgery, you trust the doctor Mm -hmm. is going to help you. And then this guy didn't know anything. 
Mm-mm. And the hospital was keeping him employed. Right. They were covering up because, yep. again, trying to save mm-hmm. face, make money. Yeah. So he resigns. He got. He has his letter, and he resigns, and he ends up at a place called Dallas Medical Hospital. Yep. That he but he's at. only <laughs> less than a week. Right. Less he's than only a week. than a wow. week. So he was at Baylor for three months. He's at Dallas for less than a week. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yep. because, you know, he's so awesome. I mean, why well, would a and hospital Dallas, go? Well, Dallas didn't have a, neurosur- a neurosurgeon. And so to them, this was there again, guys. Remember, big money, big money. Oh, he's our savior yes. coming in. Yep. Oh. And he's walking in saying, hey, guys, you know, I got you. I'm the best there is. Promises, oh, yeah. promises. Everything's going to yeah. be great. So, and they look his record up and he doesn't have a mark on his record. So, because again, don't yep. have to, the hospital didn't have to report it. A patient mm-hmm. made a complaint on the medical board, but, you know, oh, those get lost because it's a patient complaining about a doctor. They do that all the time. You yeah. Know. So, yeah. wow. Two, two, yep. two mm-hmm. places that should be protecting other patients don't. Right. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. So his first day, he does a surgery on a lady by the name of Shirley Mock. And Shirley is actually one of the lucky ones. Yes. Because she came out of the hospital fine, but she had to have revision because there was loose hardware. Loose hardware. Yeah. But she's one of the lucky ones, if that's what you want to call it. Oh, yeah. 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 So day two, we meet uh, Floella Uh Brown. Floella Brown had necks neck issues was going to mm-hmm. have surgery yeah but one of the nurses that's working at dallas medical his name is kyle which i think kyle's amazing yep oh yeah and he is starting to notice things about dr dunch yeah. like he's wearing the same scrubs because there's a hole in the butt part of the scrub and he yeah. doesn't wear underwear Ugh. Yeah, so So, Mm -mm. Kyle's sitting there going like, okay, you know, usually doctors are clean. Yeah, surgeons, hello. But, okay, this is odd. So, with um, Floella, it takes, there's like a lot of blood during this surgery. Again, this is a blood issue for him. I mean, there's always so much blood in these surgeries. Yeah. It should have been a two-hour surgery. It took four. Yep. Yeah. And, and And again... The blood loss, like you said, Mm -hmm. because he doesn't know what he's doing. And I can only imagine the Mm -hmm. horror on, again, surgery techs, nurses, anesthesiologists watching this alleged wonderful wonderful neurosurgeon. And you're like, are you kidding me? This is happening right now on, again, these are routine surgeries. These are not like Mm -hmm. complex cases. These are routine done all day, every day in the United States. And he can't even do those right. Yeah. Yeah. So Floella, like her, her condition just, just rapidly deteriorates. And by the next day she's unresponsive and they're trying to call Dunch and say, Hey, look, your patient is going downhill. What do we need to do? We need to do something. Dunch just can't be found. Yeah. For what? Hour and a half. Yeah. They cannot find him. Have no idea. Now, Kyle, who was on the, the Floella uh, surgery on day two, mm-hmm. I felt so bad for him. I really did. Oh, I know. But he ends up being on the other surgery, which is Ma- uh, Mary um, Eifer- Eiford. Yes. I hope I'm Eifer. saying that right. Yes, Mary Eifer. Eifer. Okay. So, you know, Kyle is on that surgery as well. 
So you've got people coming in and saying, look, Floella's going downhill. What do you want to do? And he's like, look, I'm doing another surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't so be he, bothered yeah. right now. Yeah. Can't be bothered. You guys deal with it. I'm over here doing another surgery. And- so, Yeah. So Kyle is seeing this, and Kyle does speak up. I will say Kyle does speak up to Dunch, mm-hmm. but Dunch is pretty much like, I'm the doctor, you're the nurse, you don't know what you're talking about, right. you know, I'm God, yeah. you know, whatever I do is perfect, yeah. things like that. Oh, yeah. So Mary is having, like, back issues. They end up doing a spine fusion on her. Mm-hmm. Now, when they're doing spine fusion, they're taking constant x-rays to make sure everything is positioned correctly. Yes. He's placing screws in muscles. He's not even hitting bone. <laughs> when they speak up and say something, he yeah. does this aggressive, angry, you don't right. know what you're talking about. How dare you question me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. They're trying to show him and they're trying to help him and he's yelling at him. Right. So during this time that he's doing surgery on Mary, he just up and decides on the Floella case. She needs a craniotomy. Yes. Yes. Just in the middle, yeah. Yeah, and this is a hospital that is not a trauma hospital. This is not, this is actually a step-down hospital, meaning they don't take as complex cases like uh, Baylor Plano did. So, you know, the nurse, he he speaks up and he's like, you are not doing that. And Dutch is like, well, then go get your boss. Yep, he told him to go get the medical director then. Yeah, and he does. And the medical director, oh, <laughs> he made into guns him. blazing. Yep. It was like, yep. you are not effing doing a craniotomy. You are going to effing yep. send her <laughs> yep. to someplace yep. that can help her. Exactly, yes. So, in the middle of this, Chris leaves Mary. Yeah, just throws his hands up and leaves. What? And, and like, Mary is there on the table, and it's just exposed and everything, and he's like, I'm out of here. Right. Yeah, and goes away for, what, 20 yeah. minutes, 20, 30 minutes? Something like that, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, Floella is transferred, mm-hmm. and he goes back into, you know, to work on Mary. Yep. And they try to help him through the surgery of Mary. Mary gets sewn up. Uh, unfortunately, Floella did die of a stroke, and she also, you know, she there was no blood going to her brain because right. he had severed something back there. To where she wasn't getting blood flow to her brain. So she right. had brain death. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, I believe it was an artery that supplies yeah. the blood flow to the back of your brain. The, brain. And the back yeah. of your brain is where all your working systems, that's what, where all your systems that are working, it's the back of your brain. It's not the front of your yeah. brain. And right. And you don't get blood back there. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Mary, when she wakes up, is discovered that she is paralyzed. Yeah, I, for a and, routine surgery. Yes, and so Dr. Henderson is somebody that Mary trusts, and he comes in and does the surgery. He does the revision surgery. Yep. But he has the forethought mm-hmm. to tape this revision yes. surgery. Yeah, and say, look, look at this mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, it looked like a bomb went off in her back. Yep. And so he was able to tape it and show evidence that this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because they asked Dunch about Mary's surgery and Floella's surgery yes. during when he did the police interrogation. And his explanation was, well, I was in a rush that day because I was worried about Floella and they were wanting me to make decisions about her. But I was also doing this surgery on Mary. So I guess I didn't follow everything correctly in mary's surgery 
because again, it wasn't yeah. his fault. It was outside sources that were making right. all of this happen and more complicated. Right. It's so like, again, it's not what? my fault. It's it's somebody else's. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So that's where the documentary leaves off in episode yes. two. Yep. And there's still question as well, like when he left Mary on the table for 20, 30 minutes, then comes back, he came back with yeah. kind of this intensity and all of a sudden a bit more energy. And they're like, okay, was he doing, did he go disappear to go do cocaine somewhere? And, yeah. you know, they had asked Kimberly, um, Kimberly Morgan, they're like, did you ever mm -hmm. witness him? Because there was vodka yeah. bottles that he kept in his office. Right. And then they said, hey, did you ever see cocaine or white powder substances? And she goes, well, we did one time in a patient bathroom. Well, what did you do mm -hmm. with it? Well, we flushed it. And he was like, why would you flush it and not turn it in? Well, it could have been anthrax. And he goes, did anthrax. you really Did you really believe it was anthrax? And then you just flushed yeah. it and put it in the water supply? Are you kidding me? Right. And was like, oh, well, I didn't know. I mean, you yeah, know? to her, it was just like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, stop it. You right. are an intelligent right. woman. Stop it. You know? But I just, that's the one thing I would ask Kimberly is why, when you did the surgery with Jerry Summers, why didn't you speak up and say something? Yeah. Because yeah. eventually she breaks up with Christopher Dunn. She she removes herself from his office. I yes. mean, she's not working with him anymore. Right. So I guess it just kind of was like, why didn't you speak up? Yeah, I, I would like to know that as well. Yeah. I mean, if not ethically, morally. Because, again, do right. no harm. But. Yeah. You know, so still a lot of questions. So now yeah. he has killed one patient, you know, and then so we know there's another one coming, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and, and he's leaving a trail. But yet yeah. either words not getting out or something because he's still being referred. Patients yeah. are still being referred to him. And yeah. he still thinks. And just like Jerry said. You know, Chris called me the day that that one patient died, and he was just like, oh, yeah, everything's going good. Everything's fine. Yeah. He, yeah. Because to him, he was fine. He was doing everything right. And that just, that's so disturbing. So it's like, okay, what is not diagnosed in him? And why does a medical field, because he went into a, a specialty that you know, is well regarded and, and not many people. Cause again, it's, it's a lot of, it's very highly specialized. Why are they looking the other way and being like, well, we'll give you one more chance. You decapitated your best friend. No, uh, uh, no, no, no. Money. Money. Yeah, that's what it comes down to the dollar. Yep. Oh gosh. So yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have to pace myself watching these next two episodes. I know. <laughs> so, yes, definitely. I'm watching yeah, these episodes lot. going, what? What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It makes your back hurt. Yeah. My back <laughs> has hurt for the last few days. Absolutely. And I'm just like, I know, I know it's from watching that. So. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, so that, yes. So we will stop there on those two episodes. So we will pick it back up next week. Again, we'll be doing episodes three and four of Dr. Death, the undoctored documentary that's available on Peacock. Uh, so you can watch there if you want to watch ahead. If you have any thoughts or questions about it, again, feel free. DM us, Instagram, Southern Onion Podcast, or you could email us at southernonionthenumber2 at gmail.com. So, yep. whew, I'm going to go pet my cats, I think, and just kind of calm down from this because... 
this stresses me out. <laughs> just like, yes, it does. Yeah. It, again, did not happen that long ago. He was convicted in 2017. Right. Yeah. Four years ago. Just four years ago did all this happen or come yeah. to a conclusion. So. Right. Lord. Okay. All right. Well, until next time, everybody take care, stay safe, and keep peeling back those layers of true crime. And we'll see you next week. Bye, Erin. Bye, Erica. And bye, everybody. Bye.